0: When he ran to me He took me in his arms, my to his chest, said my son's come For this command is a lamp This teaching is a light and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bantama, as it brings you the pure, unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed practical down to earth and full of wisdom and will refresh energize and bring healing to your body and soul listen to the word of god i want to stand to our feet as we walk our pastor to bless us with the word of god we want to welcome bishop patrick bruce to bless us with the word this morning amen Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. I think you can do much better than this. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for every opportunity, every occasion when we come together like this. This morning, you have brought us here. You woke us from our beds and gathered us here to share fellowship and to share your word and let it be so this morning speak to every single one of us and let us feel your presence as you talk to us thank you thank you thank you in Jesus name and all the saints said, amen who, who is who is doing this hallelujah praise the Lord you may be seated I want us to look at some scriptures this morning. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And this is what happens. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit, his fruits in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. May that be your story. That you bear fruit and your leaves don't wither, and whatever you do prospers. Hallelujah. Psalm 92. Psalm 92. Verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow up like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And they shall still bring forth fruit in their old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Hallelujah. May that also be your story. Never become too old to be fruitful, you can be fresh for many, many years, and you can see goodness multiplying unto you all the time. It is a certain kind of person who flourishes like this, those that are planted in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. And Psalm 68. And Psalm 68. Verse 6. God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Hallelujah. This morning I'm preaching from the book, Those Who Leave You, because it's a very, very powerful book. I mean, these are the books which somehow have been overlooked it's not much talked about but it's a very very powerful book I mean God bless the prophet for writing this book God bless him for giving us revelations and insight into what happens when people leave And um, it's a very interesting thing because it's a very common occurrence people leave always they are leaving or it's not true people are leaving all the time and and some are professional leavers they leave this church, go to another church, leave again, go to another church, leave again. When you ask them their history, they've been to about 10 churches. And, um, and it happens because they don't know what it means to leave a church. And I'm so glad that the prophet wrote this book, Those Who Leave You, so that we can have deeper understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, this book, this morning, I'm preaching to two groups of people. It's, it's very interesting uh, what uh, Reverend Leslie said that those, we think that this is for those who didn't come you know this morning is for those who didn't come <laughs> but I'm about to preach <laughs> because they are the ones who have left us I'm preaching about them so if you know anybody who has left any church, this is for them I didn't hear amen yeah. and, and secondly it is for those who are here who are thinking about leaving church you know it's interesting there are always people who are thinking these thoughts there are people who are always of a mind that um, you are lucky I came Um, they wake up in the morning and they ask themselves today am I going to church am I going then they look at the weather and then they check today what's happening and then okay I'll go or okay I won't go and these are those who are of a mind that they can leave the church you know and um, this morning I'm preaching from chapter 8 of this book those who leave you the, the tragedies of those who leave the tragedies the bad things that happen to those who leave and the interesting thing is that when they are going are, are you here this morning? Yeah. those who leave or those who are thinking of leaving when they are going they think that we are the ones who it will pay they, they think that I'm going I will show them they will miss me they will come and look for me I will show them that I don't agree with something or I'm offended, I'm hurt or something. And because of that, I am leaving and they should be here and they will, they will be sad. And that is a very common mindset of those who are leaving. But it's actually the opposite. It's the opposite. Because um, as they leave, as they leave, they are rather spoiling their lives they are rather undoing what God is trying to do with them for them and they are rather going backwards in the things of God Um, the tragedy of those who live a tragedy those asking about what school did you go to by the way I'm just checking because I need to Define some words. I want to know how to define the words. But a tragedy is an event that causes great suffering, destruction, and distress. One of the greatest tragedies I have observed is the tragedy of people destroying their lives by leaving what they should never have left. That, that's, that's the interesting thing That I was trying to bring to your notice this morning That God plants us And when you are planted It's not that you are placed When you are placed You are lying on the surface So you are easily moved But when you are planted You are supposed to have roots Are, are you here this morning? You are supposed to have roots That go into the soil Such that Uh, um, not only normal events don't move you, but even strong events like winds and storms don't easily move you. And for you to be moved, it requires an extraordinary effort. That's when you are planted. It doesn't take just a, a, a blow of any passing wind. No, no, no. It's not the weather that will make you move, but for a Planted tree to, to be moved from its place, you may need to bring a payloader or bring a uh, some kind of machine to lift it up, cut it down, and lift up the roots and, and take it away. So, um, people leaving what they should never have left. You should tell somebody you this is your place. This is your place. This is your place. Much pain and suffering is released. When one person moves out of his position and you know um, the pain and suffering, you see the person the person leaving often think that we are going to suffer the pain and the distress. but often it is that person and those who are linked with him very often. Children suffer when their parents move out of churches. Many children settle into a church, have a Sunday school, a Bible class where they have their friends, and their father or their mother will go and fight. And when their father or the mother has gone to fight, then they say, I'm going. What happens is they drag the children along with them. And a child is often taken to a church where there is no Sunday school. Or there's no children's church. And then now this child is compelled to sit in an adult service where he's there under protest. How many have gone to church under protest before? Under protest. You sit down, you fold your hand, then you bite your teeth, and you're just there. I won't smile. I'm, I don't want to be here. But I have to be here because mommy is watching me. I'm here under protest. And you don't hear a single thing. And it is sometimes these are the the, the ones who suffer the most, much pain and suffering is released when people, one person moves out of his position. Hallelujah. Amen. But perhaps the greatest tragedy is the waste of life and ministry. Yeah. The waste of life and ministry. If you are here this morning, there are two things you have. You have a life to live for God. Amen. 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 I didn't hear a good amen. amen. You have a life to live for God. Amen. And in living that life to the fullest, it becomes a ministry. It becomes a work for God. Ministry, minister, servant. You are serving God. And everybody here, if you are, if you are in church, you know in every church, there are type A and type B members the type a members are those who are there we are committed members and then those who pass through that are asking member your neighbor who are you what what type are you are you serious you are passing through The ta- top ta- people ask you are you serious are you a serious member here or you are passing through But those who are passing through they're just on their way in and on, on their way out but some of us are serious hallelujah and the ones who leave the ones who leave it is um a waste of life and ministry hallelujah and um god god didn't plan it that way at all he didn't this morning i want to just bring up four things four four very important things that i want us to to remember for those who have left um number one if you know one tell him number two if you know one Observe him or her And see these things In their person Or in their lifestyles And, and number three If you are thinking about it Don't think about it Hally, Tap your neighbor's head Stop thinking foolish thoughts if you are, No, no, no Tap the neighbor's head If you have no neighbor You are sitting in the wrong place Stop thinking crazy thoughts About leaving this place hallelujah Amen. are you here this morning four things number one those who live those who leave live in isolation fruitlessness and emptiness those who leave they live in isolation what happens is you see there are some people who are not planted they are free elements, they are free ions floating around the universe. They don't belong anywhere. They are homeless, they are fatherless, they are orphans, they are armed robbers, vagabonds, Kobolos. They are guys who are just on the streets. They don't belong anywhere. True or not true. Yeah, there are people like that. They don't have a house.'t Where's your address? No address, ATM number, Nothing. No, no I don't live anywhere. I just walk. And they are not mad, by the way. That's, that's their lifestyle. They're just there. But they are very few but there are very few the vast majority of us have homes They've, even if the house is a very poor house and there's no toilet no bathroom, no uh, uh, kitchen no veranda, just one room for 17 people it's still a home it's still a home it's still a place where you, call, where you can run to amen yeah. yeah, very few people are totally homeless most of us have a place where we belong and there's a place where when you enter and open their door, they don't say, who is that? Even though you have a corner of the mattress in the, in the floor there, that is your corner. True, it's not true. Yeah, we all belong somewhere. Everybody belongs somewhere. That is why when we are going to do a wedding, as we are doing this morning, we always ask, who gives away this bride to be married? Because no bride came from nowhere. Everybody came from somewhere. Asking about where are you from? Where are you from? Where's your village? And very few come from Kumasi. Many come from villages around Kumasi or around Accra. Very few come from this place. Yeah. But what happens is when some are you here this morning? When somebody leaves a church where he should have been planted, they rarely find another church where they plant themselves. Rarely. Because they are used to this church, this is their church. This is what they know. This is what this is what this is where their DNA is. Their blood is is UD blood. What runs through them is the blood that runs through us. So when you do another transfer, that new blood doesn't work very well. Doesn't join very well. So they go to a place and they don't mix very well, and they end up sitting at the back or folding their hands or just do, doing a little part of what. They could have done. But most often, they are alone. They, even when they say they have joined the church, when you go there and ask for them, they are there. They walk in and walk out. They are alone. They are alone. In isolation. Sometimes, they just roam from church to church because no one church satisfies them. Not what they are looking for You see, what they are looking for Is something that is difficult to define They come to a place, look around It's not here Move on to a different place, look around, it's not here And they keep moving Because they left a place They should not have left Hallelujah If you know anybody who has left Just watch him Just watch him and just go and check And see how well he or she is doing Don't don't ask check somebody who was in the church and left you find that they are often by themselves and here they had friends here they were part of a group a gang a bunch of people and they just move out to a new place and they find that actually here they walk alone go to church alone come alone when you, you see out of pride when you ask them they'll say oh my church is very nice but who can say it's not nice if it's not nice why are you still there they, they tell you that oh it's nice church is working beautiful church everything is under control Oh, I'm enjoying it but the pastor is preaching very well and yeah the pastor may preach very well but you are alone but you're alone Shabbat Kataya that's the first major effect of somebody leaving a church where he should have stayed he should have been planted you end up being alone. You have nothing to do. You are just working, and that is why I told you earlier on, he, he, Psalm sixty-eight: the solitary, those who are alone. God has planted them in families. Hallelujah. I remember when I, I I left Ghana, we traveled outside. We we were Joy and I. We were looking for a church, and we went to two or three churches. To try and see which was our new church. I mean, and you see, when you come to a church, a new church, you sit down, look around, and then, and then you taste it. Do you know how to taste? Just take a little bit and then look around and say, mm, I don't like this place. What's wrong with it? Nothing. But I don't like it. What, what should you do? Just move on. Just move on. And we moved on to another place another church and we got there and then we tasted it and they said mm, here too we don't like it why? we just don't like it and then somebody told us of a church meeting in a town about half an hour from where we were and we we, we took the train went there one Sunday morning entered the church it was in a cafe not in a church building not in a hall it was in a cafe so we entered the church and sat down. And the man was, pre- we were a bit late. And the man was preaching. And we sat down. And as we sat down, then I, I look at Joy, that she looked at me and say, Yes, this is our church. It, somehow it fits. Somehow it, it, it's something in it draws. Are you here this morning? Something in it draws you to it. Find a man nearby asking, Do you have a beloved? Do you have a beloved? asking how did you find hair how did you find hair something in her drew you true or not true gustav yeah something something in her. Uh, in this corner i know beloved there uh, this this corner there uh, yeah. something in her drew your attention and when you got closer you liked what you saw then you stayed there yeah and sometimes when you break a relationship that you should not have broken it's very hard to find another one because you keep on looking back you keep on looking over your shoulder and those who are around you they know they like you, they know they fit them, and you wonder why you left but again, pride can keep you from going back I, I, I left once but I went back <laughs> oh yeah, I went back hallelujah but when you leave a place you shouldn't leave, number one is often you are alone. And those who are even thinking about it, I'm telling you, when you leave from here, you may think that here doesn't work very well for you, but I tell you, it's worse out there. If God has, this is your church, and God has planted you here, if you go out there, it's, it's not good at all. Isolation, fruitlessness, and emptiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah number two they never bear I don't have a clock by the way I have no idea what time I'm working with number two is they never bear the fruits they should have they never nobody is fruitless I didn't hear amen nobody is useless I didn't hear amen just this morning, I just somebody sent a, a a small clip of a homeless man who was playing a piano. just one of my friends and this is a man who has lived on the streets for about six seven years he 's homeless very wretched looking and they came to play some pianos on the streets in the city where he lived and The man just started and began to play and and it 's and it's amazing to see a very dirty ragged looking man. V- Torn clothes sitting down there playing beautiful music. It was beautiful. Everybody has something to give. Amen. Push anybody. Say, what is your gift? What what do you have to give? What do you have to give? No, no, no. Push anybody. What do you have to give? Everybody, look, everybody has something. He has to. The world needs something you have. Everybody here. You have something. that that, you see every part of your body you just think about it every part of the body you like true or not true every part of your body you like that is why if they want to cut off a little finger or any part of your body you say no don't cut even injection crack they're not cutting they're just introducing you don't like it no 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 everybody has something they have to give there reason why you don't think like this is that many of us you are sitting on your gift many of us you are sitting on your gift you have come to the church with a gift and look under your bottom is there is there on the seat you are sitting on you don't do much you don't see much, you don't you just come and just go and come in. and and some it's like out of insecurity, out of fear, out of whatever it is. And in some churches, truly, you don't have much room to do things, but not here. I said, not here. Here there's room for every are you here this morning? There's room for everybody to do something push your neighbor and ask him why are you sitting here like that push your neighbor and ask him why 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 please push to push somebody push somebody rise up and go and push somebody ask him why are you sitting here like that why are you sitting on your gifts why have you become a useless feature of the building like a like a piece of chair just sitting there why are you because you are supposed to bear some fruits I didn't hear an amen. amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. You are supposed to bear from fruit. Jesus, Jesus said, I, I, I called you, I ordained you, and I sent you to do what? To bear fruits. Amen. But you are sitting here. Last week, Augusta gave me a very beautiful phrase. It's so apt. Just sitting there, like some piece of something touch your neighbor's head what is wrong with you you see those who have left have given it up but you are still here those who have left have given up their opportunity to do anything for God and and you see very often are you listening to me are you listening very often when you go to another church you rarely have the chance to do what you were doing in your former church rarely you may be a very good singer where you are a soloist but when you go there you become a chorister because there's already a champion in the house and you have to begin to compete and fight your way to also become somebody and sometimes even though you are good in a house that is full of loyal people they won't easily give you a chance to set aside their old faithful members and you a star has just come no they make you the star That's what about. we like our old members why right? yeah you to grow old here then you become a star but you can't walk in the door and be a star no matter how good you are you come and join the queue at the back be a chorister at the back bench before you rise up oh it's not a good idea put your hands together for that it's a very good idea you can't just walk in and be a star when we have members who have been here when there was no ceiling and no and no uh, 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 lights and nothing and there were and no floor and they were singing in their dust you have come to enjoy that beautiful that's somebody you are not really serious join the queue and be there small yeah but when you move out of your place you don't bear fruit again you don't bear fruit you become a fruitless person you become somebody who's just there yeah they never bear the fruit they could have borne by being faithful and staying where they belonged. Hallelujah. If you want to bear fruit, stay in one place for a very long time. Stay in one place. Be planted. Be planted by a river of water. Be planted in the courtyard, in the garden of a place. And that's where you will bear much fruit. But when you move out of the place and you, when you transplant trees, it takes a long time before they take root again. And sometimes, in the process, they die. Number three. Unfortunately, many of the levers are in rebellion. See, it's a rebellion to leave to leave a place where you are it is a rebellion to walk out of the authority that God has placed you when, when you leave a church properly where you have finished school you have transferred you are on the move there is never a feeling of I left I mean we are in a very mobile society many of us are here today We are transferred. We move to different parts of the country. We live in Accra. We are in school in Kumasi. When such a person moves out of his church, there's never a a, a bad taste. There's never a mind that something is wrong. It's just like, it's, 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 it's normal. You know, and that is not a problem. But it is when they leave, when they shouldn't have left, they are in rebellion the reason why... Are you here this morning? The reason why people who leave churches don't come back is that they don't repent. They do not repent. It is a rebellion to leave. And therefore, the way back is to repent and and to acknowledge that I was wrong. But many, many people... Don't repent. Ask your neighbor. When was the last time you you confessed your sins to God? Tap your neighbor, ask him. We don't repent. Even our uh, sins that we know are sins. How many have sinned a sin you knew was a sin? Can I see your hand? You Mm -hmm. sinned a sin you knew was a sin. Yeah. Even those sins, how many have still some pending uh, confession? Some are still waiting for a true confession. You say, oh God, you know, I didn't mean to me. God, ah. Yeah. And you have just moved on. God is waiting for a true confession of those sins. We don't confess. How many have ever argued with God about something God they repent? He said, no, I didn't mean this way. It wasn't real. I mean, God, you no. Know, what about him? He too should apologize to me. There is, okay, one, one. I said sorry to say sorry. Then we are all okay. No. We don't repent easily. Hallelujah. said we we don't repent easily and sometimes that is why many of our prayers are not answered there's so much baggage so much things hanging around us I was talking to um, somebody recently and, and she told me that one of the big things we are losing in our churches is a time of silence where people can contemplate their lives and then talk to God in truth and, and sincerity. And I think it's true. We try to have it, but see, we, uh, it's not, it's not, we should have it more often. A time of silence. Everybody just sit quietly. And just bow your heads and hopefully don't think about the cooking you're going to do don't think of your homework assignment hopefully in this environment you think of God, hopefully you think of God and what he's done for you and hopefully you see yourself in the light that God sees you but many of us don't repent may this be the last time we are in this category that we become people who repent but those who leave, they never, they don't repent, because they can't see or say that they've done anything wrong. And those who I think about it, they don't even see that it is, it is a problem. No, they, they don't see that. So they say, "Oh, I left. I left. Hallelujah." And the fourth one. And the fourth one. Is that you see when when you move a plant? I've I've moved to a new house, no garden, just raw earth. So I've spent a lot of time trying to plant a garden, planting grass, buying flowers and and trees to plant there. what what let me put it this way as you plant things they take roots and begin to grow and they flourish and sometimes you may make a change and move one it wasn't well planted it's too near the wall it is not in a good place that you move it from one place to another and when you do that, you find that that particular plant doesn't do well. It needs more attention. You have to watch it carefully so it doesn't die. When, when you're not planted or you move from a place where you should be planted, things don't work well. The first is isolation. You don't bear fruits as you should. And you are not um, able to repent. The interesting thing is that those who leave a church and find themselves in isolation, find themselves alone, find themselves fruitless, find themselves a good singer who is not singing anymore, find themselves alone, they rarely, they rarely link their current problem with the fact that they've moved from their churches. You see, when somebody leaves a church and goes to a new place and doesn't settle and can't sing and becomes restless and then in that process you meet a certain kind of boy and because you're not functioning as you should you are vulnerable to that kind of raps the boy gives you and then your life begins to not be the way it should be. Few are able to link the current problem they are in with the fact that have left their church very few people few can recognize and and see that I was wrong Luke chapter 15 classic 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 case is a father with two sons same father and from how he treated the younger son we we can assume that he was a very fair father it's a very good father ...from the way he behaved. We can assume that he was a good father. This good father had two sons. By the end of the story... ...one son... ...was flourishing and doing well. Had great property... ...had cattle, sheep, goats... ...and and servants... ...had everything. One son, by the end of the story... ...had everything. And the other son, the same son... ...of the same... ...the son of the same father... By the end of the story, he was poor. By the end of that story, he was down, down, down. By the end of the story, he had nothing. He was worse than a servant of his brother. He was alone with animals. He was hungry and looking for food that's He couldn't get. He was dirty. By the end of the story, this same second son of the same man was vastly different from the son from his other brother. In a good family, in a good family, what you find is that all the children are similar. They all... Graduates, they all went to a good school or a similar school. They all have passports, they all travel. In a, in a good family, what you find is that all the sons are, are similar. Those who are, I mean, not some maybe have more sense than the other. True or not true? You can have a fresh brother who is for the same house, but I not He's not, his head is not correct. You have one son who is always in trouble. you have one son who doesn't come home early. you have one son who is always stealing. Oh, those things happen. But as for the opportunities given them by the father, it's the same. It's the same. And all of them have a chance to do well. But by the end of this story, the sons, the sons, one of them had done very well. And the other had done very poorly. Hallelujah. Because he left home. Because he left home. Because he left home, he left a lot of things. Four, because he left home, four things happened to him. Are you here this morning? Four things happened to him. One, he lost his position. He lost his position. He said... I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Call me a servant. Call me a servant. He lost his position. He should have been a son. But now here he was serving somebody else. Tell somebody here you belong. One of the questions I ask is if you are here and you've never spoken to me or to any of the pastors do so today because here you belong I mean if, in this church I, I was once talking to a friend of mine and he said that he was trying to see his pastor and I said trying to see trying to see your pastor so it's very difficult he has booked an appointment many many times and when he goes there he'll sit ah they won't let him go and see their pastor and I said ah don't call him so I don't have his number tell somebody Shabaya You Don't have his number, you can't go and see. Oh, here. I mean, am I unless you don't want to see me? Tap your neighbor, ask him. Unless you don't want to tap your neighbor, tell unless you don't want to see him. Unless shake him. The tap is not good enough. This one, shake him, unless you don't want to talk to me. That's the only reason why it's difficult for us to talk. That's the only reason. Unless you are okay in your circle unless, unless you are okay with your friends and you are happy there and you don't need me that's the only reason way that you can tell me that it's difficult to reach me no 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 I'm here I'm here amen it is you who want to remain mysterious anonymous that's how come no pastor knows you very well ask your neighbor which pastor shake your neighbor ask him which pastor do you know and don't say the one over there. Don't say the one over there. Give me a name. Give me a name. Which pastor... I, I, did you shake the neighbor? Shake him well. Which pastor do you know? Say the name now. Only the one who came today for the first time will give you green card to escape this trouble. No, no, no. Yeah, you you, might, you belong. I didn't hear an amen. You belong. Tell somebody I belong. Say it well. I belong. Say this is my church. If you add this is my chair. If you add that one. This is my chair. I sit here. If you like this, we come and sit here. I'll approach you off my chair. But but you belong. And tell that person, a pastor must know you. A pa- no, when I say must know you, must know you, your house or about you. A pastor must know why it is the it is the it is the of the the the, the rights the the, the your pri- privileges of being a son in the house, a daughter. You should. You. How many of you in your father's house? You can't go to your in your own house. You can't go to your father's bedroom. Is there somebody here like that? Ah, uh, share bedroom. Let me let me share bedroom. So that's why you're already there. But you should be able to enter your father's bedroom easily. Every, I remember when I was younger, every morning when we wake up, my bed was full. All the three boys have come in the night to join us in our bed. They come all the time. One day I discovered something. Would you believe it? I was going to my son's room and I knock on the door. And after I knocked, I said, ah, why? They don't knock when they come to my room. They don't knock. They enter my room like co-tenants or co leavers But I was entering his room and I just knocked by reflex. And I said, no, they are cheating me. When you walk out of a church where you belong, you lose your position as somebody who is loved. You lose your position as somebody who can walk up to any pastor and ask for anything. Recently, somebody called me And sent me a long list of troubles they were going through. And and there are troubles. A long list of troubles and a lot of needs. and I mean, going through a lot of things. And when they sent it to me, my question was, I had one question was, who is your pastor? Because I'm not your pastor. You're not in my church. I don't know. I mean, you just came to see me once and asked for help. And you're just asking for help. I said, no, I don't owe you anything. No, 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 no. no. And I said, I, I have many members who need help too. And there I owe an obligation to help them. I don't know why you're quiet this morning. Tap your neighbor. Ask him, have you ever asked the pastor to pray for you before? Tap your neighbor, shake him. Have you ever? Have, I didn't say come and ask for money, you I'm not a bank or a charity. I'm a spiritual organization, a body. Our power is we pray, and we give advice and counsel, and we stand by you. Tell so anybody if I go to prison, you see us. We we'll come and visit you, counter back. Go to hospital, we we'll come to your bedside. Yeah, that's what we are doing. Ask me, have you ever needed help before? That is what you get from here. Help is your obligation, your privilege. And if you are, those, I mean, we, we pray for everybody doing exams and going for interview. Oh, no, no, that's, I pray for them. Oh, Shabaya. Yes. It's a right you have. When you walk, when you walk out of here, oh, you lose it. You lose it. Number two, when you leave a place, a family, you enter desolation and poverty. You enter desolation and poverty. And this son who left the house, he found himself desperate and he was in need and no one gave to him and he found himself eating with pigs. Very, very difficult. And sometimes when you leave a place where you belong, you suddenly find that there's no one to advise you financially. No one to guide you. One of the the things I'll tell you is that um, even though we are pastors and not businessmen, God has given us a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom. And there are many things which, though I am not a doer of those things, I can help you. I can help you. One of the great wisdom of our father, the, 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 the prophet, is that he has the... Ability to advise you even in your business. That's why we have the Lablam, the Lycos, the lay pastors conference to assist lay pastors and professionals to do very well in their chosen field. No matter what their field is, God's wisdom is one, it works no matter where it is. Yeah, that is why one of his great wisdom is don't borrow money. Don't borrow eh. Ask anybody, have you borrowed money? Ask anybody, have you borrowed money? Have you borrowed money? If you have, come and see me right after church. If you have borrowed money, one will blast you, second will show you how to get out. Because when you borrow money, you are helping the, the banks like you. You are the bank's best friend when you borrow money. You are giving them free money. I have pastors who are bankers, it doesn't matter. There's one here doesn't matter at all I'll say it clearly don't borrow money amen as you leave a place where God has planted you you lose you you enter into poverty and you see many can't see the connection that's what I told you about the last the first four points the last point is that they can't see the connection between they are leaving their church and where they are now they can't see the connection no there's a connection number three wasted relationships like number one very similar wasted relationships when you leave a church or a family your relationship with those who stayed changes it's no longer the same it's no longer the same once you walk out of here and you leave us there is a message you are sending once you leave your place you are saying something that, that that place is not good. It's not good enough for me or doesn't work for me. And then you leave that place. There's something, there's something wrong with that place. That's why I left. And when you leave that place, automatically your relationship with the people there change. Changes. One one person who left said, let's stay as we are i said i can't it does not work like that we cannot stay as we are once you've walked out and left and some haven't left and have stayed with me how can i treat you the same it's not fair how can i treat you who walked out on me the same as those who have stayed loyal to me and keep coming back to me day in day out and bring their offering their tithe their support their prayers they bring all into this house and you have gone to a different place and oh let everything be the same tell somebody it can't it can't it will change by nature it will change and this son that's why he said that I I know I know that I cannot be a son again I know I know I cannot be a son again I must be a servant Lord help me when you move out of your place relations change. And even your friendship with your other friends also changes. Or it should change. It should change. If you leave a church and your friendship with those who didn't leave is still the same, one of you is some way. One of you is some way. Either you're leaving should not have happened and if you are still very good friends with people in that church that is a sign to you to come back it's a sign to you to come back because you are still connected to that church but if you are also so against that church as our six pastors who have left are against the church and you are fighting the church and you are really against the church if that's the stand you have taken then anybody in that church who is still friends with you is very some way and should be ejected to go and join you in your rebellion. It shouldn't be the case. Amen. But relationships will change. It will change. And the last thing is you lose your inheritance. There's a benefit. Oh yeah. I'll not lie to you. There's a benefit from belonging to it. Any family, any look, no family is free of benefits. There's a benefit, there's an advantage belonging to every family. There's a there's a a family blessing, there's a family privilege, something about every family that when you belong to it, that thing is there, and once you stay in that family, that inheritance will be yours automatically, automatically. You do not have to fight for it. You don't have to even ask for it. It's yours. Let me tell you something. One of the benefits of belonging to this church is that you build a house. You build a house. And and you see, some have built houses very early on. They've advanced very far. And they have not really linked it. You see, in the same way that those who leave don't link their troubles with leaving, Those who stay sometimes are not aware that a certain anointing on this house for building will come upon you. And you build easily. Yeah. You build easily. You build a house. Oh, I said you build a house. You will not be left behind. And you may even build far faster, far easier than you anticipate because there's an anointing, there's a grease, there's a an inheritance on this house and you do well oh yeah because as you give that same measure you receive as you support the work of God in that same measure God will support you in the things you do amen the tragedy of those who leave oh, it's not us who suffer oh no 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 I mean since they left we've, had, we've got the nine ceiling. Yeah, we are moving on since they left. I mean, somebody came and stole our things be, but Charlie, we are still moving on. And we are replacing them with even better things. Yeah. It is not the people who left behind who are left behind who, who suffer, but it's those who leave sometimes. It's them who are there, who become the losers. And that is why this morning my prayer is you will not leave a place. That God has given you, you will not leave your place that God has given you. Hallelujah! And not that you stay, that I'm present. Don't sit on your giftings. Bear much. Everybody should bear fruit. Are you here? Amen. amen. No, no, you see the mask. The mask is a is a career of is a hide of faces. But when you speak, we can still see your mouth moving behind the mask. And those of you are quiet, I can see your quietness. I can, I can see some masks are very quiet. Either you are asleep behind the mask. You don't cover your eyes with the mask here. Uh, sitting down there. No. It is a place that God has planted you. It is a place that God has set us to do well. Hallelujah. And your future is to be, to be fruitful. That is your future. That is what you are supposed to be fruitful. I hear an amen. amen. You are supposed to be fruitful. Nobody is allowed to sit on his gifts. Nobody. You are supposed to bear much fruit. And here we want you to bear fruit. That's our prayer here. You'll bear much fruit. Amen. I said you'll bear much fruit. That's our prayer here this morning. Shabbat You'll do well. You'll do very well. Amen. And you'll build a house. when your friends buy cars you will not be disturbed because you don't have a car simply because you haven't decided to buy one that's the only reason why you don't have a car you haven't decided to buy one you are just happily flowing in your trot and and some people take trot by choice Ah, a certain man that I met he had a car he used to travel by trottro. You said it's easier. It's amazing. You pack his car and take trotro. You don't know people who are in torture by you. You think that we are all equally poor. Rosemary. She packs her car and takes Trotro. Yeah. Shabbat. This morning, may you be a long-lasting member of wherever God has planted you. May you never be uprooted by whatever circumstances take place. May you never let a wind, a storm, a flood, a fire carry you from the place that God has planted you. Never enter into the isolation and the emptiness and the loneliness of those who left when they shouldn't have left. Don't become one of those who are fruitless just sitting down there in church, knowing that I can do better. Knowing that I can organize this thing. Knowing that if I had a chance I would change things. But because it's not your church, you don't have a chance. Because it's not your family, your group, you don't have an opportunity to make a difference. You're just trapped in a seat. And because you can't also repent, you can't go back. But thank God that this morning you are here. Thank God that this message is for those who didn't come. And thank God that I'm sending you to tell them what we have preached. Yeah. Even tell them to go to their podcast and download it and play it for them. Those who didn't come, this message is for them. And you who are here and those who are thinking correctly, this message is for them. May you do well. May you do very well. May God help us to bear much fruit. May you, from this day, this Sunday, 5th September, decide I will not sit on my giftings again. But I'm going to save God. Pray. Just one minute of silence. Talk to God. Every head bowed, everybody quiet. You can kneel, you can stand, you can just talk to God quietly. And just tell if 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 you need to repent do so if you say if there's something bad evil wrong in your life out of place repent now otherwise tell god lord i want to bear fruit lord i want to bear fruits lord i want to bear fruits just talk to god one minute one minute one minute i want to bear fruits i want to be a person who is not sitting on my giftings. I don't want to be just another a a fruitless tree in the garden. I don't want to be a person who is just moving around doing nothing. But I want to be a fruitful person. A fruitful person. Talk to God for one minute this morning. And the fruits the fruits A soul winner. I want to be a soul winner. Shabbat. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just pray. Just one minute. Just pray. Just talk to God. We are we are in a very busy society. We don't have time always to move around. But this morning, just talk to God. We're always moving, always busy under pressure under all kinds of tension asking God to do things for us without talking to him about our own needs but this morning Lord hear us hear us I'm sorry for certain things I've done forgive me Lord forgive me Lord Just, just talk to God the first thing repent certain things I've not done certain things I should have done I haven't obeyed you as I should I haven't walked in your presence as I should I haven't fellowship with you as I should forgive me Lord and I've done things that I shouldn't have gone to places I shouldn't have done things I shouldn't have but yeah, are God rich in mercy forgive me if we confess our sins you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness let that scripture be activated in your life this morning let it be the reason why we are here Make me, make me a soul winner. Give me fruits. Money is not a good fruit to bear in your life. Houses are not a good fruit to bear in your life. That's not what we came to bear. We came to save souls. We came to save souls. Yeah. Father, thank you. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you so very much that we shall not leave the place we have, we shall stay in our places, we shall be blessed in the place where we have. Thank you so very much. And this morning, you are here and you haven't given your life to Jesus, every head still bowed, every eye still closed. You are here this morning and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're not too sure what will happen to you if you should die and depart this world people die every single day every single day people are dying people are leaving this world even in the time we have been here some have died and departed when your turn comes to leave this world where are you going where, what will you find when you get there and that is why I'm praying this morning if you are here this morning and you're not born again you don't know where you'll go but you want to go to Jesus just lift your right hand so I can pray for you. You want to go to Jesus. You're not too sure, but you want to be with Him. Should you die, just lift your right hand. Pastor, please, pray for me. I want to go to heaven. I want to be with Jesus. I don't know how yet, but at least that is my desire. Pastor, pray for me. Father, thank you so very much for every single person here this morning. Thank you that you have called us and set us on their course. Let that course lead to the destination you had in mind, much fruit, a fruitful life, a blessed life, a life that is of much benefit to all that uh, are are with us around us. Thank you so very much for great grace that covers us. This is our prayer this morning, in Jesus' name and all the saints and Amen. Put your hands together. want to have our communion. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama Behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.